The council elections in Whangarei drew big crowds to public meetings to hear candidates debate issues like council debt, jobless youth and the proposed Hundert Vasa Art Gallery. Lewis Williams talked to some well-known citizens about what they are hoping for from the new mayor and council. Barry Trass has been in the building business in Whangarei for more than 30 years. His company used to build 120 houses a year. Since the recession, it's dropped to about 50. He says it could be more if it weren't for the council and its development levies, $20,000 for the average section. We have some of the highest in the country for an area that's low-value area and um, high unemployment in a region that's not really producing like it should. Development contributions are definitely um, stopping development up here and stifling growth. So that's one of the things we'd like the council to review. Barry Trass also heads the business lobby group known as Wedge, the Whangarei Economic Development Group. Wedge promotes the Hundertwasser Vasa Art Gallery and it's positive that's just what the town needs. But the community's divided over the merits of the $13 million project. Colin Edwards, a local investor and council watcher, fears it'll be an everlasting drain on the public purse. He says the council's budgeting has proved overly optimistic in other areas, such as counting on income of $20 million from proposed land sales, which then fell over. Mr Edwards says he'd like the new council to budget more prudently and to review the high rents it charges the owners of commercial buildings on council leasehold land. Of recent uh, times they've got, I would think, fairly greedy. Um, it's not a level playing field and they've just put the rent, ground rents up and up and up whereas for a lot of building owners their tenants' rents are going actually down. So they're really being squeezed. But a recurring theme during the Whangarei elections is a sense that the council's out of touch with the community and its hopes and fears. In a blistering editorial in the Northern Advocate this week, editor Craig Cooper told how his 15-year-old daughter, who has cerebral palsy, was attacked by another girl in the middle of town in a random act of violence. For too long, he says, the council's been courting developers and pursuing dreams of tourism fame while ignoring ongoing problems such as angry, violent kids who make Whangarei's streets unsafe. It's not the council's fault that this happened, but the council has a leadership role, an elected leadership role, to govern this town. And I think that they have been quite poor in dealing with social issues. And uh, I think that we should put as much time into those issues as we do into promoting uh, the fantastic things about the town and uh, whining and dining property developers and the like. Carol Peters, who runs the 155 Community Centre, says the new council needs to back the many people in Whangarei who are trying to help its lost young people. They don't need to lead, they do need to listen. The council doesn't have to do all of the things that happen in Whangarei, but they do need to be work out what is happening and who can actually progress issues and get in behind them. Many locals would like to see a turnaround and a perceived lack of openness and accountability on the part of the council. For Insight, Lois Williams. Well, Lois is with us now to talk about the changes in her area, uh, where in Whangarei there's a new mayor elected. Are the changes in your area a real sea change? Philippa, I think it is significant that um, both the new mayors that we have 
have campaigned on that need to listen to the communities, to respect them. A lot of people have been complaining about the arrogance of councils and staff in recent years and about you know perceived deals done behind closed doors. So in both the far north and in Whangarei, people have chosen mayors who have promised to be uh, more open and more responsive. So who is Cheryl Mai and how much is, was her win a surprise in Whangarei? Well, Cheryl's um, a woman in her early 50s. She was a councillor in Whangarei for two terms. She also worked for the council at one point, and uh, she resigned to travel for a year, and now she's come back. So she does have um, council experience, but she's a fresh face. She's a good public speaker. She presents uh, really well, so I guess it's not a huge surprise that she's won. But I think what is a surprise, perhaps, is what's happened to some of the other prominent mayoral candidates in this race. Warwick Sires, for instance, he was the council's finance chairman, and he only came in fifth. Now, he may have been harmed by that controversy about the sacked um, council worker. Well, remember, the, the council's chief executive let one of assistants, his um, um, executive assistant work on Mr Sires' mayoral campaign, but he sacked his PA for nominating another candidate, Stan Semenov. And Mr Semenov, who wasn't making a very good showing at some of those early meetings, actually came in third. So what is Cheryl Mai promising as mayor? She's promising a, a culture change at the council, she says, starting from the top. Um, the first thing she says she wants to do is move the mayor's office down to the front of the council buildings where the old cafe was so that people can find her. Uh, she wants to cap the debt level at $150 million, $10 million less than what it is now. And she's promising to resolve this never-ending argument that we've been having up here in, in Whangarei about building the, the Hundertwasser Art Gallery. My position on Hundavasa is I believe the project does have merit, but clearly the community is still divided over it, despite all of the efforts that have been made by local media and the community to debate the issues, which has been fantastic. And that's the style that I will certainly continue to do, is to have open debate with the community rather than um, making you know, decisions, unilateral decisions in the chamber. And in the far north, a national MP, former National MP, John Carter, swept into office and defeated the incumbent, Wayne Brown. What's he promising? He's saying he's hoping to use all his old parliamentary skills and connections to help uh, improve things in the far north. He's talking about getting young people working the way the mayor of Otorohonga has done. And he's saying he's going to forge stronger connections uh, with the community. I think this is an issue right across New Zealand, not in local government, not just in the far north, but engaging with the public more than what we normally do, I think, and that's going out to the grassroots and talking with the communities and uh, listening to their needs and wishes. The new far north mayor, John Carter, ending that report from Lois Williams.